9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for What's listening. up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. This week's episode, we have Sergio De Silva uh, from Turbo House to discuss his absolute madman plan of entering the Ormstown Fair Demolition Derby. Um, listen, if you are going to be heading out to Ormstown uh, this weekend uh, on Saturday, July 11th, you will get to see a car entered into a, the Demolition Derby that has been built by Sergio uh, and his buddy Tony that we talk about, and it's going to be a tr- honest-to-goodness enter- entrance in a Demolition Derby. Look, this is real, okay? We talk a lot about Demolition Derbies in this episode, I'm not going to lie. Um, if obviously if you can't head out to Ormstown to support uh, Turbo House by screaming your head off uh, for their car and smashes crap up, um, you can always head down to Turbo House to drink a beer. And you know what? And if you don't want to drink a beer, just go and buy a t-shirt. Listen, it's great. Anyway, uh, Lawrence joins me on this one, and uh, we talk about demolition derbies and stuff. Enjoy the show. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's time for another go plug yourself podcast. I think the sexiest songs ever. Right? Listen, I think that not enough love is given to the genre of mashups. Lincoln Park and Jay Z. You know, they're all great. We love hearing two songs at, at the, the same, same time. <laughs> when did they start mash-ups? doing mashups? Yeah, like I think that I feel that was like early two thousands is when when well, like I mashups. Guess, I guess like DJs have always been doing mashups since. Well, like for like yeah, like the last like the last ten seconds of a song and the first ten seconds of the next song have been like historically mashed up on dance floors. Yeah, and like putting together like hip hop records and stuff like that, where you're just taking like sampling exactly yeah yeah but just but the like the mashup where it's just like wu-tang lyrics over like a beatles thing yeah, yeah. yeah well i got i get actually but now you mentioned well beatles but i guess that was probably one of the, i think the first like big like mashup is art or whatever was the uh the gray album which was danger mouse Danger Mouse that did like the entirety of the White Album and Jay Z's Black Album, right? Is that my getting that right? So I think that was where they were like, "Hey, we can do this. We can do this. Here's an entire thing." Are you familiar with this? No idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mashup knowledge is really (laughs) (laughs) really very limited. I'm so sorry. Uh, I I really, I really emptied the clip when I mentioned Collision Course featuring Linkin Park and Jay Z because now I'm nothing else. And then I think, and then Girl Talk took it to another level. Who's Girl Talk? Girl Talk released like three or four completely messes of mashup albums. They're good. They're fun. But to, it's math, right? It's not music. It's, it's math? math? Yeah. yeah. Music is always math. Yeah, but like, but mashing up is extra math. Yeah. Because like, you're just finding stuff that's on similar like signatures and time and whatever and then just play it at the same time. Dog shit nerd stuff. Yeah, and the guy in Girl Talk's like a an actual. I think he's a mathematician by trade or whatever. Like he's, a, he's a professor or something. Like before he started doing this, he's just like, and I think even he was like, "This isn't music." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, "This is just a weird, dumb thing I do for parties." It's like a party trick more than anything else. Just a card trick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lawrence, we're here with Sergio. Hey, Sergio. Hi, Lawrence from Turbo House. <laughs> that was a natural introduction. Uh-huh. I feel like that was smooth. Yeah. Good switch over. The last time you guys were in the same room together was on the eve of the pandemic. 
Was it? Yeah, because we did the we did the live recording. Okay, I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, Turbo yeah, House, yeah. and then like a week later, everything shut down. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. We had you on the show. I, I did the check February of 2020, and then we did the show at Turbo House, uh, the live recording early March. Oh fuck, 2020. Yeah, so yeah, 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 and then yeah, early because and you had so Lawrence had just gotten back from being on a cruise. Yeah, that was <laughs> well signed. <laughs> so this is all your that was well t- It might be. It might, it might be patient zero. We've never checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so weird, too. I got back. And it was literally, I got back the week before they just, like, took a cruise and they're like, no, you can't go home. No, well, no, no, no. We were, yeah, exactly. That's it. When we were recording the show at Turbo, there was the cruise that was the and isolated. And I, like, I made... Uh, the comment wasn't even a joke. Like I made the comment to be like, "Bad time to take cruise." Walter's like, "Why would you say that?" And I was like, "Cause yeah. shit's real, Walter. <laughs> like this is, this is real." And then yeah, and then like two weeks later, everything shut down. So yeah. hopefully, by having Sergio on the podcast again, we don't. This is nature healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's We've called an end of the pandemic, and that's why we're. Ooh. Are we in a position to do that? Is this yeah, the yeah, I think the, the World Health Organization did it. So yeah, they were like, "Yo, it's done." Yeah, yeah, they're Yo, like, "It's, it's over." It's well, <laughs> well, they said they they they've specified it's endemic now or whatever, and it might just. Be oh, does that mean they got demoted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be a real blow. Pay to cut. Its big pay cut. Yeah, it must COVID. be a blow to its ego <laughs> as a pandemic. Just to get like downgraded like that. You have to go home to your pandemic wife and be like, "Babe, I'm not a pandemic anymore." <laughs> What I always thought about was uh, how if the if that was the situation, like if now like are you, like is the flu is still an endemic like like the normal flu yeah is that still technically like endemic because it's like it's no longer a pandemic but it's not gone no I don't know man I thought I thought you were gonna stump me with mashups and this has somehow gotten more difficult sorry buddy I don't <laughs> know I don't know I'm not an immunologist or a bacteriologist. I do know they all are bullshit. <coughs> and I think the flu is just generally and like the common cold are to haven't changed uh statuses in like a lot of But long were time. they ever pandemics? Like did the flu no. ever like boom? No, I think like the f- pandemic was like fucking black plague that kind of level shit. What was yeah. the Spanish flu then? I don't know. Well, the Spanish flu was another pandemic, and that was 1912 yeah. or, or 1920. Was, or I don't was, know when the flu started. It I was yeah, I, know, I don't know when the <laughs> flu started, but all I know is that Spanish flu started. And I, I was – because I did – when this all happened, I started doing research into Spanish flu. And, like, just to have the exact same, like, people picketing and not wanting to wear masks and all that stuff. And I was yeah, like, oh, sure. cool, we've learned nothing. No, no, no. I'm for, I'm for sure it's, like, a secular thing where no matter – there's always going to be, and, and this is something that I was talking about with people, and I don't think people ever really grasp. Is like, why are all these restrictions so strict? I'm like, because probably they understand that if you make a rule that says you have to be a foot apart, people are going to be half a foot apart as a fuck you. So if they want you a foot apart, they're going to say be two feet apart. So then you, you know, well, no, instinctively you're going to break it, any like, rule. If you guys right? remember, so you it a bit. remember the first couple of weeks, there was a lot of like honor system shit. Right? Of just being like, no, you there know, was, you know, no, it's, whoa, you know, whoa, it's whoa, a good, there was, no, 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 no. There no, was there that was guy a, at the grocery store who was very sure that I had to wash my hands a couple times. Sure. He but, was very insistent. But if you remember when masks were like optional, mm-hmm. no one was fucking wearing masks. No. no. Right? And I was just like, I was like, and they're like, hey, like you should do it because it's, it's, it's neighborly. And everyone's like, nope, hard pass. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, now we have to make a law. And they're like, you can't tell me what to do. And they're like, well, uh, we tried. We, we tried to. We tried. We tried to presume common decency, and then you well, were like, not us. no, we should never presume common decency. Never. The, guy, the guys at the grocery store was the first thing that I was weird when they had the little the little stop set up. Yeah, you know, like the guys set up to like 
you need to wash. I your wish hands. those were like, more oh, around still. Not to say that they're wild. mandatory, but I just like to have. You ever taken a cruise? I've not. Whenever you take a cruise, this is even pre-pandemic. When you go into any kind of communal dining facility, there's a woman or with a spray bottle. It's always a woman. Always. I've never seen a man do it. <laughs> not. I'm not saying a man couldn't do it. I'm just saying I've never seen it. Somehow. I don't think a man could do and, it. And they have like a like Purell yeah, yeah. in like a high pressurized spritz bottle. So they're like hands, and you put your hands out, and they're like. Pss, 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 pss. Couldn't just be a sink. No, no, they're just like they're shooting you in the hand and they're like rub it in, and then they're like move you along, huh. which is like I guess that's a little that's nice. Not bad, you know. You don't get bacteria everywhere. Especially it's buffet is generally gross. Yeah, 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 exactly. Buffets are super gross. And a but cruise is just a big petri dish anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's. I mean, my wife won't touch them. Cruises? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? C- because of that. Oh. Like she's just thinks she thinks it's filthy and gross. Okay. They're fun. A guy, you can imagine. All right. I'm not like judging the funness. I just I was telling Sergio I just went to Disney World. Oh, that's yeah. not filthy and gross, right? No, just a bunch of snot-nosed kids running around a spreading lot. whatever illnesses you, they I brought will with tell them. You, it's very open air, and we wa- I wash my hands a lot. Sure. <laughs> like literally at before and after every ride, I was like, and a trip to the washroom to wash my hands all the time, and nobody got sick. Did you feel uh-huh. like usually? <clears throat> Did you go with a group of other adults? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No children, though. Um, I mean, yeah, because I was going to say, you guys don't have kids. We're like people with kids, like, okay, Billy, we have to, we're going to wait for this ride so these fucking people can do Do you feel like any animosity, any looks? No, not really, because I don't think, I think there's Disney adults who are so much worse than we oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those people like are. Disney, awful. Like Disney, like, like people who are like. With the jean vests and the, with the fucking yeah. backpacks and the whole thing. And, oh. and matching shirts. Everybody has like a matching shirt to be like, it's our 2023 thing, and they're yeah. like in almost full costume and all that stuff. Like, like ins- they're they're a they're a thing. Yeah. yeah, I saw an Instagram reel of when Disney reopened. Someone just like being like just having an emotional breakdown, just like on the verge of tears. They're like, no, this is my first time in Disney in like 18 months, and they just had a. Breakdown. You know, there's people there's people who love it, and they're just sort of like, I love this place so much. But like, I I hadn't been since I was tw- 19. Yeah. Like my parents took me on the last family thing. Yeah. And I was like, I was always I've always remembered it fondly, and I was like, I've had a good time when I was 19 years old, not with my girlfriend, not able to do drugs. Like you know, with my parents, like and all that. I was like, "There's you every could have done every some every drugs. every." De- every nah, Believe in yourself. What kind of drugs do they recommend you use at Disney World? Just mushrooms. I would. Oh, oh my god, yeah, mushrooms would be mushrooms um, would amazing. Yeah, like, I mean, like I went on a I went on an Avatar boat ride that was dog shit. Oh. But if I was on mushrooms, probably yeah, great. <laughs> but it's not like you're railing fucking bags and going into Disney World. Yeah, it exactly. has to be like a bit of a nice little psychedelic. I can imagine just just I feel like you just also weed would probably be a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like, like just like to be like Disney's not the place where you want to be too fucked up. No, 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 because no, 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 that no, could no. that could be the potential of like it's also hard to escape. Yep, there's a lot of checkpoints. It's a lot of crowds. There's a lot of crowds. A lot of crowds. Yeah. So you're just like, can you imagine being high as fuck and panicking and needing to escape and then you turn a corner and it's just goofy, just like <laughs> you're like fuck, dude, and you can't get out and the and sign, you turn around, there's no yeah. signage that's obvious, yeah. like it's designed to make you. Yeah. Like, you start wrestling mascots, you just got fucking yeah. Mickey and a hammer lock. You're like move, like yeah. that's like, it's got to be panic yeah, inducing. Be bad news. By the way, so I had all the all the my entire hand was like stacked against me at age 19 to enjoy Disney World, and I still remember having a good time. So I was like, I'm sure I will have a good time now at age 40. And I did. It was great. And I, but I'm like, I'm not like, let's go again. 
I'm going to do this every year. I'm like, no, that's cool. I haven't done it in 20 years. That was Did fine. you do the Star Wars thing? I did the Star Wars thing. Obviously. Harry Potter? Harry Potter's universal. Yeah. Okay. Get your IPs right. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Come on. You know, well, you know what we need? Mm. We need a theme park mashup. Yeah, we That's what we park. need. Oh, shit. So that way, one ticket. Uh, so theme parks. Here, yeah. this is a segue. This is because I've done this for 260 years. Are a lot like county fairs. Ah, ah, ah. And at county fairs, there are demolition derbies, and Sergio is building a demolition derby car. It's for built, the, baby. It's built the Ormstown for the Ormstown demolition derby. That is the derby. sloppiest segue. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, we're just going to talk about Disney. We're at ten minutes into the podcast. We should talk about something Sergio's doing. He's oh, building demo. a demolition derby car That's for cool the Ormstown fair. Yeah. So I went to Ormstown last year on a whim with some okay. friends who have like a whose parents live out there. And they're like, there's a fair every year. We should go. Like, they have the world's biggest pumpkin and, like, whatever. And then they were like, then the demolition derby. And, like, I was absolutely hooked. Cool. And then I was like, next year I'm buying a car and I'm going to get a friend to build it. And he's going to drive it. And I'm going to sponsor it with the bar that I own. And we did it. And it's just one of those things where I was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. When you do something, like, really stupid and then you, like – see it the entire way through and mm-hmm. you have enough like friends and resources who are just like pushing this bad idea along. Yeah, because you're like, like, I feel that watching a demolition derby and saying, I want to build a demolition derby car is not like an unusual experience. But like you got to do it in a year. Yes. You know, like I feel that anyone who's doing it be like, I could do that. And then no one actually can. But you're like 365 days removed. Yeah, we're like, it's, like, it's coming And we up. were able to pull it together in like, Two months, realistically, we were able to find the car, get it ready, and do the whole thing. Well, th- I mean, I feel that once you have the, I mean, co- so correct me if I'm wrong. I was like, I've I've grown up around uh, my like racetracks and stuff. My dad, my whole life, and there was always like he did a lot of like like drag. He had drag racing friends, like Top Fuel, uh, Funny Cars, all that stuff. And like around those like racing events, there's often like a demo derby as like a sideshow kind yeah, of, of course. thing. Because you're just sort of like these aren't real racers; these are just idiots. <laughs> just. <laughs> done whatever and i always felt like the car is irrelevant right because you just have everything reinforced the like the wazoo. so it's yeah exactly like you gut everything and then put steel pipes wherever you can yeah so basically That's there's like two hard rules and then there's a bunch of like soft rules or recommendations okay so like the hard rules are like you have to take out all the glass yeah and so and you have to put like a support beam along the side of the driver's side door. Yeah, so it can't so it doesn't into cave him. in and that's kill it. So him. if anybody hits you on the driver's side, like you, you know, there's it's reinforced, and you have to put reinforcements behind the uh, the driver, right, where the seats are, and then the sort of like we recommend that you take the gas tank out from where it is and put it in the front of the car because yeah. like somebody will hit it. You take the battery out from where it is and you put it in the cabin because like that's where you're going to get hit and it'll knock you out and you'll yeah. be done. Um, but like, you know, people are like, oh, you got to put a roll cage in there? And they were like, no. Why <laughs> would you have to do that? Right. <laughs> like there's, everything else is pretty much like I would say that like a roll cage does seem a little excessive for the most part because you rarely see rolls. But every now and then you see a car like one car is like the front end is folded down enough and then another car just ramps up it and comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Every like, now and then that happens what, and then I'd want a roll cage personally. What about the movie Death Race where you have like weapons and like – We're not there yet. Well, last year what <laughs> happened was what really got me hooked. It was like there was 
this guy who, for some reason, was just really upset at somebody else. Okay. And they were just going at it. And he kept hitting him on... One, the one guy kept hitting their guy on the driver's side door, which is super illegal, and they do not want you to do that. For sure. So like they'll you know they'll ring a bell, and there's a, an announcer who'll be like, "Stop what you're doing! You're eliminated." The guy would not stop. He just kept ramming this guy and ramming this guy. And there was a uh, there's firemen there, obviously. If the cars catch fire, yeah. it's a whole like disgusting pit. And they were like blasting him with water through his back window that he didn't have <laughs> just anymore. Getting nailed. Just like getting nailed, just would not stop. Eventually his car stopped working and the cops had to come in. Like essentially at this point it's attempted murder. Like right. that's what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you're like a vehicular homicide. Yeah. Kind so of like situation. the cops you're take him away and they're taking him away in handcuffs. Everybody's booing and throwing stuff. It was like the best thing in the world. Of course. And then in this like disgusting, muddy, like gas-filled, disgusting pit, this woman comes up in, like, white pumps, white capri pants, a little white, like, fur jacket, just screaming at this dude. And I was like, dude, when this guy gets out of jail, he's either going to have the best sex of his life or he's never going to see this woman again. (laughs) But, like, I've never seen a woman so passionately angry at another human being. I was like, this is wonderful. And you're like, I want to be a part of that. I need to be a part of this. This is very pro wrestling to me. It is exactly what it is. Keith and I are big pro wrestling guys, and what you're describing to me is very much a pro wrestling angle. 100%. And for you, when you're watching this, did you have any prior history knowledge about Demolition Derby, or was this a learning? Zero. So what was the process of, I really want to fucking do this, and now you're a couple days out, how does that journey take shape? Like, how do you start from this is an idea, and then what? What? How do you gain this necessary knowledge to put this all together? Well, uh, my job here is basically to find people who do my job better than me in everything. Ah, so I just this isn't a corporation. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I use that skill to find somebody who is going to help me put it together. So I found uh, my buddy Tony, who is. Basically, a jack of all trades. He builds motorcycles. He now builds demolition derby cars. <laughs> uh, he, you know, he restores. Right now, he's restoring like an old, like truck from the '40s. And it, for him, it was also like a bucket list thing. He was mm-hmm. like, I like. He's from like Florida. Like I assume where demolition derbies were invented. And I would was, think so. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like, "This is what." He's like, "If you are serious about this, I will do it. This is what you need." Get me what you need, and we'll figure it out. So it was put on the back burner for a little bit. He had like a bit, uh, not a bit. He had some personal tragedy in his life that sort of set everything back. But then like when he was ready to go, we were like, hey, you want to do this thing? And he was like, absolutely. So now he's, uh, it's pretty much ready to go. Why, why did I blank on the second partner, the pizza place near my house? Elena. Elena. How, did, how, do, you, how do you rope <laughs> legitimate business establishment, Elena Pizza? What? Well, yeah, you, you said like that like it's not a legitimate business. No, no, no. I'm saying Turbo House is like loud music, hail Satan is like their slogan. Demolition Derby so? is in line with their mission statement. I'm saying fancy little pizza place. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have it, I think, as in line with their corporate identity. We're talking about corporates, corporations and branding. Well, like. Marley, who uh, is one of the owners of Elena and Gia, he used to be my business partner at Turbo House when we were in St. Henry. Right. Uh, and then he went on to do Elena and all the things that he was doing, but we've always kept in touch. Like, he's a good friend. And he 
had reached out and he was like, you're looking for a truck. I have a truck that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hook it up. And he, he was immediately like on board. Like he's such a weird little guy. Always like up to like doing whatever, like always trying to like one of those dudes who's like, Oh, I have this truck just so I can go around and like pick up garbage. And he has these huge, like he has like a warehouse full of like useless bullshit. And he's like, mm-hmm. Mars, what do you need this stuff for? He's like, you never know. Right. You never know. And you never know when you need this truck. <laughs> yeah. And he just kept this truck. They were like, scrap the truck, scrap the truck, scrap the truck. He's like, I don't know. I might need it for something. And then. Lo and behold. Lo and behold. You know, there's something. a real chance that if you want to do this again next year, I might have a truck for you. I'm all about it. I'd like to do so this. Is it your, the, the new car you just bought? Not the brand new car that I just bought. It's the old, like, 20-year-old thing that I've been hobbling together and already has a cracked windshield and is like patched, up the, patched up the exhaust. I don't know, I don't know if you heard Sergio before, but we don't need that fucking windshield. That you don't need exactly. anything. Get rid All of it. All you oh. need is a, a car that can drive for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That is the only thing. It can leak. It can do whatever. Make all kinds of noises. If it can drive for 20 minutes, yeah. you're You're sucked. in. I'm thinking, because I watched a lot of battle bots growing up. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm thinking we need to like tilt this in our favor. This Turbo House Death Machine. I'm thinking like <laughs> wheels. Like I'm thinking Batmobile, James Bond bullshit, <laughs> where we're cutting other people's tires, oil slick in the mud, like real fucking avant-garde shit. I really, I think that there is a point, and I mean, uh, and I'm sure that, I'm sure driving. Who's your, who's your driver? Tony. Tony. I'm sure driving in one is psychotic. Like it, yeah. it, 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 it's so crazy. Cars are coming at you from every. Like if you've ever been rear-ended, it sucks. Like and I'm like, okay, no, 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 even no, no, if you're in there it with sucks, a five, it sucks because you don't know you're gonna be rear-ended. Yeah, I think it's like an adrenaline situation where if you're in a demolition derby, you're like, fucking hit me, you cowards. Like sure, I feel like, but you still don't know what direction it's coming from and stuff. I'm just saying, like, eh. like even then you're ready for it. it. It's being like, hey, like in a boxing match. You're like head on with someone, you know. You're gonna yeah, but you're only this. fighting but one dude. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But now, now it's like a battle royale, but it's actually cars hitting you and not a staged wrestling event. That just makes me want to see like twelve boxers just go after each other in a <laughs> ring. Now that's just, <laughs> I just have this visual of just like everyone in the corner, just be like, "Who's are we?" And just hitting people, just getting hit, th- tossing hands left and right, yeah, just throwing bombs over top of people. That sounds great. Yeah, but, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure driving it is its is its own. How do you crazy determine? Thing. Is it just the last car standing wins? Exactly. That's that's the only there's one. Well, there's I mean, no there's point system. Don't no, absolutely not. Don't okay. hit the driver on the driver's side door. Yes. Last man standing. Last man standing. Because if you do the first thing, you get the hose. You get the you hose. Get the hose. And then some hot the chick wearing all white will fucking chew you out. Yeah. Which and actually sounds kind of nice. Actually, and and the sad, I think the sad part about demolition derbies is that. Usually, there's two cars, and then someone's radiator gives out, and that's the end. Yes, but <laughs> if you can fix it before, because there's, like, a bunch of heats, right? So, like, if you – and there's, like, mechanics there, and there's all kinds of people who are – and, like, cowboys, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. But if you can get your car back up and ready to go, there's so many heats that they'll just be like, your car's back? Get in there. Nice. Oh, that's cool. You know, I like so that. Can we? Can we? Is this open to the public? Can I buy tickets? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. You can bring your goddamn kids. People are there. My kid children. is one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if Tony can make it, we're putting him behind the wheel. That's you can see the, the big, the big head ear muffs. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very, very, very loud. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. I've, I've done, I've done monster trucks at the big O. We have the, we have the headphones for sure. 
Not as loud as monster trucks, but everybody opened up their engine as freaking loud as it can go. Because yeah, because you want to no mufflers anymore. Like it's no, because you want to like, weighs you down. Because that's the other thing too, right? Is that like you're mitigating the danger by, in theory, having a small close-off area so nobody can get up to a crazy speed, but yes. everybody's still trying to get up to as crazy high a speed, speed as possible within this tiny little area. So the, everybody has done whatever they can to these engines because you, you also don't want to like. Not to say you don't want to. It's just it's not cost-effective to have any kind of actually performing engine. Yeah, you so don't want to put a lot of scratch into these things. Like yeah, exactly. That's it. Like but you do want to, like, but again, you, 20 I, minutes, you can open up any engine. If you're not comfortable giving us an exact number, would you be able to share at least a range of what this whole endeavor would be costing you? I want to start a go-plug-yourself car. What's my... What's my yeah. uh, Keith is driving. Keith is driving. I just spent 300 bucks today. Uh, it's I been 300 a, bucks a day for I the last a, three months. It's a crazy. helmet for a new helmet for like 150 bucks. Uh, car a, was donated. A neck guard. The car we're gonna. I'm gonna figure that out with Marley. Yeah. But I think in total, right now we've spent 700 dollars. That's a lot less than I was expecting. It's not a lot of I money. I was gonna and say we raised a lot of money through selling of T-shirts. So like, what I've actually spent is like negligible is there a prize that can be won yeah and it's not a lot <laughs> <laughs> is it more is it more than seven hundred dollars no. no okay look I look like a we're already in the hole let's fuck some shit up it doesn't I matter it's like a know? pittance like it's like a hundred bucks i know but that but that's a hundred bucks that you don't spend that's a hundred bucks that you frame yeah you frame and when yeah, people no, come no. in you go you know i won this fucking hundred bucks <laughs> look i lost a ton of money on this hundred but it's a fucking story so yeah have a beer with me yeah 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 I, <laughs> they, uh, if I, if you if I if I gave you a stock, and I was like, look, it costs seven hundred dollars, and I guarantee you're gonna lose a lot of money. <laughs> you'd be like, fuck you, Lawrence. You're like, what if it's destructive? You're like, I'm in. Buddy. Yeah, Let's exactly. Fucking do I'll, this. I'll invest. I love it. <laughs> You'll get to watch it. it. I'm so down. I'm going to Ormstown. Fuck. The it. only difficult thing is actually getting the car there because obviously you can't drive it. Yeah, Flatbed it, truck. Yeah, and like that's we're, gonna cost. We're money. like we're just yeah. gonna call AAA, and but like AAA is like no. it's, this is not actually a car anymore. Yeah, we're not gonna do this for you for free because it's not street legal. No, not at all. Like yes. you have to like pull the plates and tell like the SAQ that like I like that that uh, you attempt because my first thought would be like I get like five free toes, and if you pay for the, no, if you pay for the gold plus, it's a couple hundred kilometers no, or whatever. No, 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 no. Like no way. So like no, I've no. got to figure out like. These guys are smart. They're not fucking towing yeah. your shit for free. Yet. <laughs> so you got to call a scrapyard, be like, hi, could you tow it there? And then when it's done, you can just have it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because you also got to get rid of it. You can't just be like, you can't just hold on to this it. is your truck now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> a gift, we've gifted hey, look, you Hey, look, we won this, and now we're leaving it in this mud pit. Yes. Have fun, really. boys. Like, yeah, no, yeah, but like, usually there will be scrappers there being like, yeah. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. And like, if you don't talk to me again, you can have it for 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. That's amazing. That happens to my my one my old. You can you can almost double your winnings. Yeah. If you find a good just scrap selling or, the scrap. You know. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I have we thought about? I'm sorry, Keith. Have we thought about aesthetics? A turbo house paint job. Yeah. What oh, it's thinking? just gonna be like he's painting it yellow right now because we had yellow paint downstairs. Uh, obviously, the number is gonna be sixty nine four twenty. Yeah. Because it's hilarious. I think it is. It's, it's the two funny numbers. <laughs> it's the two funny numbers together. <laughs> Was there ever a point where you were throwing around 42069? Uh, yes. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a serious meeting. It was not meeting. taken lightly. They're both numbers are up on the whiteboard. Just, just, like pros just, just like, you know, you wear glasses, just glasses in the, in the, in the corner of your mouth. Just, ah, fuck. Which one? Which What's funnier? 
Fuck. We gotta figure this out. All I like night. <laughs> I, I've, I, that also, also always blow my mind because occasionally you see these things with like, and it's just, again, probably like passion project. Occasionally you see these demo cars with like pretty nice paint jobs or like clearly like oh, someone yeah. like did like a mural style paint job and you're like, oh, this is, I guess they get painted over on the streets half the time anyway. No, so. but even, no, but no, 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 but I get that. But I think if like part yeah, of it is also, yeah, yeah, taking the pictures beforehand, putting on your social media, you know, it's going to get destroyed. You take it before or after, even if someone puts the effort into it. You know what I mean? Like Montreal is uh, just like so many talented artists and people that, you know, yeah, like we did not get in touch with a single one of them. No, yeah, we didn't. We fucking <laughs> like, we painted. There, like we had yellow. We went with yellow. I wonder if there's another car that's four twenty sixty nine, and then you have to register, and they're like, "No, nah, man, this doesn't work." Yeah, I mean, we have we have the backup of sixty nine four twenty. So I oh, there we go. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Someone who was in the meeting was just throwing their glasses down. We didn't agree to this. This is not the number we wanted. Damn it. Fuck. But yeah, no, like I said, there, there's the 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 murals that get painted on the community center like in Point St. Charles all the time and I was like and I, as soon as I thought about it I was like oh yeah those those guys put that up and it's like you're lucky if it stays up a week yeah of course be- before someone else and I'm sure it was like someone would paint a car you could find that I'm not saying not suggesting you do so solid yellow with 42069 is the way to go it's going to look like a uh, like one of those no frills Oh, oh yeah. hilarious! Like that's a no-name, so funny. no-name brand yeah no-name yeah. brand no-name brand demolition derby that's car. so you should do like in open parenthesis Automobile destruction, close parenthesis. Like that's <laughs> exactly fucking so, hilarious. Are you familiar with chain racing? Chain racing. Yeah. This I am is, not. This familiar. is Demolition Derby like part two. So they're two cars that have their frames completely chained together. Oh car in the front has no brakes. Car in the back only has brakes. Like <laughs> <laughs> and they have to, and it's just like they have to try and pull each other. <laughs> Two drivers, <laughs> and but it's that's, a race. That's not fun. It is. The guy in the back is just like I'm just slamming on the brakes. And well, waiting no, and because you don't want to slam on the brakes too much. It's a race, right? Like you're trying to like, and, and you're doing an oval race, right? Like you're not just hitting the brakes. Like you are a team. Oh, I like, thought they were like one was trying to pull the other. No, one was trying no, no, not no. To you were trying to. The, there I are multiple it. sets of cars in this configuration, all racing on an oval track. And you're trying to... That sounds so fucking dangerous, dude. So wait, there's, <laughs> a, there's a car dragging another car? Yes. Like a chariot. Yeah, and then the other car is in charge of, like, braking to try to, like... And there's turns, right? No, that's literally one of the Fast and Furious movies with the safe. That was not, not the scene? I guess. But, Jesus. but that would be, like, if the guy was, like, riding the brakes all the time. You don't want to ride the brakes all the time because you want to win. Do, are you in radio contact with this person? I would hope. You just have to hope for the... No, I don't know. I don't like this. Do it by feel. But yeah, if you Google chain racing... No. What, <laughs> chain racing? And it is... Yeah. And it's it's very much like just an evolution of Demolition Derby. Like, the point is not skill. It's to, you're smashing up cars real good. and But then you're trying to also race. race. Yeah, yeah. Win a race with the, the dumbest... And I guess you still got to, like, even... Like, you even need to steer in the back, too, because, like, you're taking turns and all that stuff. Like... Okay. I would assume radio contact. But without radio contact would be insane. But like they should be on walkies. I think they should do cans with string. I think that's only the, the only real way. way. The only, way the only effective way to do it. Oh man! And when is, and this is not this weekend. Next weekend? Is that it's right? this weekend. This Sunday. It's this Sunday. So it's happening three days from now. The eleventh. Oh fuck yeah! I don't like thinking about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah three yeah. days from now. Yeah. And it, apparently it's gonna rain. So it's oh, gonna be fuck real, yeah. real muddy. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah! Let's go. Would you, do you do would like chains on the wheels help? In mud? 
Maybe, but like we have wheels that are like wheels inside of wheels, so like you can't really get a flat. So yeah, coming yeah. In, would, so the wheels are reinforced. Yeah. Okay. That's Double cool. wheels. Double, Double wheels. wheels. <laughs> I think you did not know about last year. I did not. No. <laughs> But Tony did. He was like, yeah. yo, we got to get some double wheels. I, double like, wheels, I don't man. know what that is, but you yeah. go find them. Look, I'll you have $700. <laughs> go crazy, <laughs> Tony. Go tri- Triple wheels? I don't give a fuck. If I get a flat, it's your ass, Tony. Paint it yellow. I've given you my numbers. Just get you, this when done. When you went to him, you were like, I'm thinking about a demolition derby. Did his like his eyes like light up? Like, like, like a child like on Christmas. Like he was Christmas. just like, like, fine, like, like finally, oh, yeah. someone is down like, for this journey with me. Oh, yeah. He was like 100%. I am down 100%. Like it did not cross his mind to say no for a single fucking second. That's amazing. I'm so excited. And is there a big demand in Quebec? Is there is there is demolition derbying like a growing sport? Is this something that I mean I can't speak to that. I've been to two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was You're a veteran. <laughs> the second one wasn't as good as the first one. Uh but uh there from what I've been told is that there are circuits of dudes who just fucking do this. Mm-hmm. Uh and they're you know, I don't know where they get all their cars or the money or the time, but like most they must all just be scrapyard affiliated, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of like, like I mean, Eastern yeah, Cow Chips has like all these fairs all the time. Mm-hmm. Like they'll go from one to another, and they're just, just grizzled veterans of the demolition derby track circuit. Yeah, I mean they don't last very long either. Like no, it's usually not usually in their like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, they've been I, fucking blasting beers all day. You know, I can't. Well, I can imagine it's not it's not a sport built for longevity. Absolutely, I can't, you know what I mean. Your back and neck are just destroyed. Yeah. I I drive I drive a Nissan and my lower back sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I can imagine, and so no one's actively trying to kill me. So <laughs> I can imagine this must be fucking awful, right? So yeah. I imagine it's probably something but you at do the same once time, or twice, as and you're, you're like, saying, I'm good. How many times can you get behind a car, wasted, and wait? They let the them goal, drink with a goal. Of, you're not I would imagine to there is a loose rule that says you cannot drink. I would imagine they that put someone it out put that, that entire sentence that. is just replay that. Some, I would imagine there is a loose rule <laughs> somewhere that somewhere they cannot the charter. Do. Every part of that sentence is a worse problem <laughs> in a row. I would imagine loose but rule about drinking. It's probably it's probably in the same vein as like it's. I'm sure it's. I'm sure you're not supposed to be drunk. But at the same time, what's the worst that can happen? You crash your car. Like you know, like that's, like you're doing this on purpose. You know what I mean? Like that's like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think. And you're at a county fair, which is probably the most fun you can have. I thought you were saying you're at a county fair, which is outside of the realm of law. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, <laughs> in, it's like international waters, but for the land, you know? Yeah, it's yeah like, absolutely. And, like, there's, it, they're just so fun in, you know. Fried food. Fried food, beer tent. Vehicular, vehicular violence. Cowboys and, like, just giving you a hard time because you're from the city and you're like, and like, And, like, there's, like... Real carnies there too, of like, course. Yeah, the like not not these like fake carnies. Oh. The, like not the traveling, like those traveling fairs. They're like fake. Yeah, carnies. the ones the ones in the in like the parking Plaza lot. Like parking, parking lot. I love those guys. Parking lot theme parks. I was like, yeah. I, I was oh. like those people are kind of carny, but what? they're not what like. What are you talking about, brother? I I just won an inflatable dolphin oh. last weekend, two weekends ago. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, I only spent forty two dollars. I think I, I came <laughs> out ahead. <laughs> that's forty two bucks I've ever spent. Yeah, I used to go to the Armstrong Fair quite often when I was a teenager. It's so fun. It's so fun. Like I can't. There's not a single bad thing I can say about it. Yeah, I had from a good my one time that I was there. Yeah, no, yeah. but I had, uh, friends of ours. They were f- family of like four kids, and they had like a big old house and a barn 
also. And for Ormstown Fair, we would usually like 10 plus friends because like each each kid invites two three friends, and so now you're now it's just multiplied yeah. over for the weekend. And we they turned the the barn. They were not like an active farm, so the barn we just like had sleeping bags and shit and and slept out at the Ormstown Fair. And they they lived walking distance from the fairgrounds, and and yeah, it was just like absolutely best time. Like if you're bored, you can go back or whatever. But then you just go back to the fair and lose your money and ride the spinning things. And, and I can imagine, like as a teenager, it's one of those like it's the like the beginning of summer, like sort of marks your summer to start. And like you invite the girl you like. That's it. You hundred percent. Like one, it's like a perfect like movie scenario. Yeah, uh, I will wonder like, if you would go <laughs> to the demolition. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, and you're like an absolutely like like you're like I literally remember you're just like you're like hiding your beer and like cops are just like I don't care. No, this is a shit, dude. This yeah. We're Normstown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the like, fair. Live a little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? Is, why? Did, what do you have to hide? This teenage? is Normstown, baby. Yeah. yeah exactly. Have a deep fried Oreo. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. That's it. You're just like passing around the six pack. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. It rips. It rips. I like perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. great. Solid, solid time. I'm sure, like, if Walter were here also, Walter just loves the Ormstown Fair. Walter loves... What are you talking about? Walter loves any fair. <laughs> yeah, but they're all good. Booze they're and all violence. Good. There's nothing to dislike. Yeah. I remember, like, because uh, I grew up in Vaudreuil from, like, when I was, like, 10 to when I was, like, 18. Mm-hmm. And so there were, like, three sort of, like, little cities. There was Hudson, Vaudreuil, and Pancor. Okay. So... Hudson, because it had a larger Anglo community, would get Canada Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vaudreuil had a bigger Francophone community. It would get Saint-Jean. Right. right. And then Pancor didn't have anything. What? So they invented a holiday nice. called Fireman's Day. Fireman's Day. And it Day. was the best time you could ever have. Like, there were just, like, the worst bands playing covers. There were just really bad fireworks. And it was the kind of thing where you could just drink and do whatever you want. Even if you were 15. Like John Hughes shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember still to this it's day. Fireman's Day. Yeah. What is this made up bullshit? Having the best time I've ever had in my entire life. Like at one particular Fireman's Day. We had taken like a bunch of shrooms. And then for some reason we thought it would be a good idea to just put them in a blender and grind them all up. Mm-hmm. And just like eat the powder. Oh boy. And it was like almost instantaneous. Where I was like boop. And... I remember just kind of blacking out coming to and just sort of like having this really wonderful time. And then everything came to a crashing halt when there was a man in a wheelchair who had come up to my my friends and I like in front of his house. uh, And he had a child on his lap and he was fucking screaming towards us. And then he puts on the brakes Looks us dead in the eyes. He's like, boys, come with me. We're going to burn my caban. And I was like, I'm done. What? <laughs> I'm going to go throw up. I can't do this Jesus anymore. Christ. But. Did your buddies uh, go and help him burn? Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I'd be down. I had a buddy who left and came back, and it looked like he had kicked the shit out of himself. I was like, Nick, what <laughs> happened? He was like, oh, I don't know. Some guys jumped me. I was like, nobody jumped you, dude. You, you you fell down a hill or something. No, you beat the shit out of yourself. Oh, like shit. that's what happened here, and it was just sort of like one of those really weird, kind of like unexplainable, fantastic experiences. Yeah. And those can only happen at like these kind of like yeah. lawless 
places where yeah. like they suspend all rules for like 12 hours. I remember there was a time where <laughs> it's the, it was before the purge. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said uh, my one of my buddies, his family built bought land up in like Wentworth or whatever and they had like dynamited out a big chunk of the mountain but they had dynamited out yeah yeah because like to build the to hit the foundation you like have to blow up the rocks there's a lot of quebec is a rocky part no no, no <laughs> but did, did they did they like did they did they like elicit like the like the municipality or they yeah, just like yeah, got no, 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 dynamite this, this was all above board okay, but okay. it was before they actually built the house that they were going to build out there they were just like well there's this plot of land and it's on a lake and there's just a big crater there now like they haven't done the foundation or anything and we're like we want to go camping and you're like sure and it was the same thing like tons of booze shrooms whatever and you're the story about nick made me think about my friend ronan who literally high out of his mind comes like wandering back soaking wet and he's like who threw my clothes in the lake <laughs> and we're like nobody dude like nobody no so your your brain right now is telling you that we took your clothes off into the threw lake. them in the lake and, and then, then dressed you, you and then dressed you again in them he's like how else do you explain it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like you don't think that maybe you went in the like you either tripped fell dove who knows like you maybe just went in the lake in your clothes. He's like, I would have remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like... No, the best times like, of my life have always been on psychedelics. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no better... But I was just like, we're like, oh my God. I kind of like just vividly remember like who threw my clothes. And I'm like, <laughs> you're just like, there's, there's a very, very straight line from A to B. And like yeah. the, the um, scenario you've imagined is not it. And yeah, I think, I think fairs <laughs> are definitely that vibe. Because you're oh, like... Yeah. Because like, you don't really, like, even have a plan, right? If you're like, we're going to the fair, and you're like, to do what? You're like, I don't know. There's going to be a shitty cover band, a couple spinny rides, and a demolition derby. I'm in a, That's I, the plan. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But, like, it's not like, I'm going to go there to see this vendor. Like, you're like, no. Yeah, it's no, not no, there's a, none of that. Yeah, it's not, none of that. And now you're, you're part of the magic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so happy. Like, it's just, like, yeah. It's the best time you can have. And if it goes well, are you gonna try to? Are you gonna do it again? Do you think? Absolutely. Or you're if like, we can, if we can make this just like a running gag, yeah. just commit to the bit for till like Tony actually dies. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I was gonna say, but is, is Tony down for like once a year, or is he like, let's do the circuit? Let's well, get in there. I mean, he would probably do the circuit, but like he has had a, like a few motorcycle accidents, mm. a few concussions, so like, I don't know if he can. The, the maintain this kind of like yeah. commitment oh man it's so crazy because I, I feel that they've also been like and maybe i don't know I, I know you've only discovered them a year ago but like i do feel that like demolition derbies have been kind of pushed a little bit out of like the zeitgeist because like i remember as a kid when were they when were they huge in the zeitgeist well so like when you used to go to a monster truck rally yeah. there would be a demolition derby 100 percent of the time and they don't that doesn't happen anymore like when okay. you go to the big o they don't have the demo derbies. As a kid, they used to have the demo derbies, and they also had the idiots that did the flips. Oh, they still have those guys. Yeah, I know, but those but, guys are the best. But now, the, but like the guy, like the guys who hit the ramp, and they just like two wheels up, and then just like roll their car. Like I, the, I, we had a guy go through a trailer. Sure, but the thing about the, what it used to be as a kid is that it wasn't necessarily like a guy touring with like the monster team, which the guys. <laughs> it was just dudes who'd be like, "That would need a roll cage," and you'd be like, "Hey, Lawrence." 
you want to put a roll cage into your car and just flip it, and you could. Nice. <laughs> just me, just me and my in my least Nissan. Being like, I got eleven months left. Just <laughs> it just, that's it. And like, and the winner was the car that flipped the most. Like, that's that's not bad. That's pure. What's Tony doing next week? Let's get Tony behind. That's the pure wheel. psycho shit. Just though. gonna like, flip his. And like, and I remember, I remember as a kid, like especially the flipping, like the flip cars. Like at inevitably, someone left in a stretcher. Like yeah. inevitably, and you're just like, as like you're like, oh yeah, obviously we're not gonna put that in our family friendly entertainment anymore. Like I was just like, as a kid, you're like, hope that guy's okay. My dad's like, probably isn't. Yeah. <laughs> you your know, dad just did you see in, that car? Your dad just standing there, times. Times. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, you know, like standing there cross arm, be like, sorry son, no, he's definitely. Oh, that's severe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was like even if there's a roll cage, that was a Chevette. Like what yeah. are we like? Yeah. It's over. Yeah, that it's guy's, over for that guy. That guy's not walking. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I remember they, they used to be at the Monster Spectacle and all that stuff, and they used to have them kind of like around more often, and now they think they've been more relegated to like fairs and, and outlying places. I don't, I don't know. It it's might a, be if that's, the, if that's actually what's going on, that's a damn shame. More people need to experience the kind of lawlessness that comes with mm-hmm. like the merging of like cars and professional wrestling. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what I think need, what I'm saying is that that's what needs to happen is it needs to uh, if you are going to do a circuit you like turn it into a fed and you make the storylines and you yeah. make the guides yeah, this guy hates that guy and this guy is like they have to cut promos they have to get on yeah, the mic yeah, in front yeah, of the crowd yeah exactly like when I get out there I'm going to smash the car you look for 69420 <laughs> yeah. because when you see yellow it's over for you brother <laughs> You start just driving Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Long, long-term booking and long-term stuff like booking, that. You, yeah. you, you have, like, you're like, he sabotaged yeah. the car. The, the, guy you kept, <laughs> the guy you kept hitting the guy on the front panel, he just comes back. The cops are there with him. He busts out. He jumps into Stone a car. He's back. Theme. He's back. Stone Cold theme song. Just yeah. hits the dead end. Dead yeah. end. Dead end. You're like, ah. The he wife, busted out of jail to the be wa- here. The wife is there. <laughs> the wife is, is there paying off. Yeah, exactly. He's in a cop car. He's in the cop car. The wife is the wife in all white is paying off the cops. Oh, yeah. Fucking pulling off. Oh, man. He's We've written in a, a year's worth of stories. Yeah, exactly. That's it. what I'm saying. Is I feel that we need to take the take and it, the demo and it culminates derby. next year at the Ormstown Fair, <laughs> the yeah, WrestleMania that's, of that's demolition derby. They should do, but I guess it's it's, it's so unpredictable though because you're just like bonk, and then like like inevitably there's false starts. I always like I love that also. You're false sort of starts. Like, well, no, but like not not a false start. Like the event is on, but like you see like like all the twenty cars or whoever it is, they're all lined up, pointed at each other, and yeah. like just two of them are like nope. Yeah, just not For working. Sure. Yeah, they just they didn't start I assume I assume yeah, that's probably immediately makes, overheated or whatever. I would imagine what makes a good demolition derby and a bad demolition derby is like a bad demolition derby is like a lot of like just mechanical issues where mm-hmm. a lot of guys don't. They're just like I have to retire. This is unfortunate. Yeah. But like a good demolition derby is like I'm fucked. They just this all work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will always also and I mean I guess this is like a tip to Tony or whatever. I've always found that the guys that reverse that's how you win. Yeah, reverse yeah, yeah, reverse yeah, yeah. Rams win because you're protecting the engine. Your yeah, radiator's yeah, yeah. not going to go. Like, and again, as we discussed, you've, you've moved your gas tank because normally reversing might be scary because your gas tank's often no, somewhere. But now in the, the gas the tank car. is right next to the driver. So we're not fine. a problem. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Rever- reverse ramming is, is yeah. where to go. So the actual, before this conversation, the only thing I knew about demolition derbies was to reverse into people. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever play the game? Like Demolition what? Derby? There's a game? There was a game on the original PlayStation called Demolition Derby. And that's I remember the... Uh, Twisted Metal? Twisted no, Metal. No, 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 no. No, sir. They're making a TV show. What? Yeah, They're yeah, making yeah. a TV yeah, show. Yeah, with uh, the guy with Anthony Samoa, Mackie. Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe plays... Well, hang on. Samoa Joe is the body of Sweet Tooth, <laughs> but the voice of Sweet Tooth is Will Arnett. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre. <laughs> it's super strange. I'm like, why well, can't... I was like, Joe's got a pretty, like, gravelly... Scary voice. voice scary yeah. voice. 
I don't know if you don't necessarily follow wrestling to know who Samoa Joe is, but he's a big, scary Samoan gentleman. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's it. But I guess anyway. But yeah, it's Will Arnett as the voice of Sweet Tooth. So bizarre. I'm sure it's going to be a great voice. Like, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, no, they're doing a full Twisted Metal TV show for some reason. <laughs> anyway, but it's such a relevant IP. <laughs> you yeah, know? like the last the last time the game came out was PS3. <coughs> I say. Like there was, which was great. Twi- like. Yeah, Black was on two, and then Twisted Metal was on three, and they haven't even made a game yeah. since. There was some. They got th- it right with the one on PS3. That there was, was the some like executive just like slamming his fist on a table, like turn it into a fucking show. I don't care, man. It's Get so it weird. Like, yeah, it's been like twenty years since the last game. We're not about twenty, about fifteen, probably at least. Yeah, it's probably been like ten, fifteen years since the last game, and I think that anyone who's nostalgic for it is. Like, it's fine. I would mean I'd buy the shit out of a new game if it came out, but I'm like, do yeah. I care about the show? I will watch it. Yeah. But if it's not good, I'll probably stop watching <laughs> it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't look. Like, I don't think anyone is like, <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Like, Star Wars can come out and it can be as bad as, who cares? People will still watch it. I don't think yeah. anyone is like that connected with Twisted Metal that like, no. they'd watch a bad show. There's like three guys in a basement being like, finally! Yeah. <clears throat> it's our moment. Yeah, that's I it. have a hard time dropping shows, even the one I don't like. Like, I feel like once I start something, I have this need Oh. I need to see how this wraps up, which yeah, is yeah, awful. Yeah. And then I uh, commit these times. Just so. don't watch the Arrowverse. Oh no, I started there's, the Arrowverse. Oh, no, that's one of the things too, I was like able there's to. There's too kick. much of it. There's the Arrowverse. Then there's fucking Legends of Tomorrow. Well, because the Arrow, that's all. That's all Arrowverse. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, there's too many. One of my shows. buddies is like a completionist on it. I'm no, like, no. And can. I'm like, can you recommend it? He's like, no, I cannot. No. <laughs> it's it's literally it's four. It's like it's like twenty seasons of TV. You can't no. Yeah, old sunk cost fallacy. But yeah, on the original PlayStation. There was a game called Demolition Derby, which was not uh, Twisted Metal, like, and it was just the car, and and even in that game, like reverse, like reverse rams and stuff, and it was like some of the matches were like twenty five minutes, and it's like too long for a video game, but you're like, like, like you, you've lost the ability to turn, and you're just like doing these wide loops, and this other car is like a little like janky and stuff, and I was like, I feel that they've. For better or worse, captured a demolition derby <laughs> really well in a video game because I was like, this isn't even fun anymore and I want it to end. But I also don't want to lose. That's right. <laughs> so here I am, just like, can barely drive my car, like trying to back into someone. Uh, so Tony has never even driven in one, is I guess the other question. He's never driven in one. But he's seen, but a, but he's seen a lot. He's, he's in sort of like, he's in the culture, it's like in his blood. Mm. Because so yeah. like, for me, it was all, like I said, like, at quote-unquote legitimate racing events, the Demolition Derby is the sideshow. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, you're just, you're just looking down on the mechanics, looking down on the drivers, looking down on, on everybody. everybody. Because you're like, oh, no, there's a genuine racing that'll happen. It happened a lot. Uh, Demolition Derby's also had a lot of overlap with the sprint cars. Like yeah. the, you know, like the, the, they kind of look like dune buggies and they have big wings on, like, one side. Any kind of like speedway event, you'll see like yeah, they're like oh, we need to yeah. fill a half hour. Yeah, and then like <laughs> it'll be they'll be, the cars will be sponsored by local like pharmacists or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. It's the best. You just slap the thing on. But yeah, I feel that they've fallen by the wayside because as a kid they were everywhere, and I think I think there was even probably demo there was it like Saint Eustache. I want to say. Oh, I hope so. Like I would imagine the Saint Eustache Speedway. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Well, why don't we bring it back? Bring it back. Bring back demolition. Listen, we have the Cafe Spectacle in downtown Montreal. That's big enough. This street's closed. That's Formula E's canceled. Let's fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
did they only did they do it more than once? No, they no. were so mad the first year that they had done that because like there were a lot of businesses along the route. Yeah, that were forced, and like this is like this the height of summer where every all these places are making the most money that they can make with their like outdoor patios. Mm-hmm. And like Cordero was like, you all have to remove your terraces for this one weekend so that we can have the full street, yeah. and then you could put it back. I was yeah. like, these things cost fucking five to six grand yeah. to put up it just in labor. Like, what are you doing? And then they never did it. I remember <laughs> my, my only real memory of Formula E was trying to bike home. And just Ugh. everything, like, it was that weekend. It was, like, the weekend before raising. Every, like, you're used to, like, okay, the Jazz Fest areas, like, that, that's closed down, whatever. You still probably walk your bike if you really had to. But, yeah, the Formula E, just just grandstands and things. And I was like, where am I going? And just, like, I awful. couldn't, like, took me, like, an hour to get home. And I was like, every time I turned and thought I knew where I was going, there'd be, like, just a big steel fence, like forty foot high fence. I'm like, what's happening? Awful. awful yeah, times. I was, and I probably ended up in spots that I wasn't supposed to be either because I was like, these look like I'm in the like pit. the paddock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm in, I'm in a pit lane now. <laughs> Where this is all wrong. Uh, I'm in a jumpsuit. I have to change some tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid Formula E. Hate it. What, but then there's a track. <laughs> That's the other stupid. Dude. There's, there's no, a there's gotta a, be a there's gotta a, be a world, street race. World famous track. <laughs> Like, Couldn't possibly like one of the a track that's actually very well liked <laughs> from race drivers. Yeah, too. exactly. It's that's like it. a very good a- track. Yeah, and no, let's do it in the city with nothing but potholes. Yeah, oh, potholes. exactly. That's it. Oh my god, awful. Like, there's someone turning incorrectly, just going fucking around. We're not. We're not. They get pulled over by the SPVM. Yeah, we're not Monaco guys. Get it. Get it out of your head. Uh, Lawrence, are you ready for five questions? Let's go. Let's do it. Five questions. Okay. Uh, with Sergio. No, 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 no. I gotta look them up. I introduced it before I looked it up. I could have planned this better. We could have. Um, I was gonna say though that at all times, yep. before we get into five questions, okay, th- is the best way to support Turbo House to just buy all your T-shirts. Buy T-shirts. It's actually the best way oh. is to come here. Oh, oh yes. Shit. yes. Do I have to, to spend money? To come here and buy. N- actually, you don't even. What? What? Yeah, the thing is <laughs> with like. With bars and things, nobody wants to go to an empty bar. Mm. So if you're just there, not taking up much room and just sort of around and people are like peek in and they, oh, there's some guys in there. You know, you have maybe a beer. Nobody will be mad. Mm. I can swing a beer. But I do love empty bars, though. Well, you're anti <laughs> But not, not when we're trying to support I Sergio. S- I see yeah. a good empty bar and I'm like, mm-hmm. We're trying to support. That was the weirdest thing about the pandemic rules when they were kind of like deciding like oh you could be open but only at half capacity and you realize okay so there's nobody that they're talking to who actually is from any sort of like service industry background yeah because if you t- if you asked me and you're like you could have half your room full it's like that is the most unappealing thing yeah. to 90 percent of the population nobody wants to go into a half full bar half full restaurant any of this stuff well it that looks was like, like shit yeah well that was like my my the, the, my buddy John Hats from the from I Love Neon and stuff. They just didn't open. Like when 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 you could do the half capacity thing, they were like, no. They're like, we're a like a a show venue. Yeah. They're like, it sucks. Like they're like, it's just like we would rather not have be affiliated with. Oh, you need to like, you can't really dance. You need to sit at a table. But I'm gonna book an artist. Like he's like, yeah. get out of here. He's like, no, we're work. just gonna keep eating it until he's like, until there's he's like. Like the vaccine passports, whatever, it's fine. We can be a capacity. Like that's he's like, I don't. That's a bit of a hoop to jump through. It's fine. But he's like, until they're saying full capacity, he's like, yeah, we're just not. What's we're not point? even going to try to make this 
go. No. We did some seated shows, and it was such a bummer, dude. Okay. And, like, there was a lot of the stuff that people were doing, I guess, obviously to try to get by, like, uh, like live streams and stuff. Yeah. And it always turned out to be the worst possible way to engage with music. Yeah, like, yeah, it was first. awful. Like, a live stream sucks. Like, a, people going to drive-thrus to watch music from their cars, and they got little speakers on there. That sucks. Like, yeah. all the ideas that people had were terrible. Yeah. And although I feel good that people were trying to do things, there was not a single good idea that will remain from the pandemic. I will say, hang on. During the pandemic, I had to do a Zoom show. I oh, just yeah. Zo- the, the Zoom comedy was... I tried to support you, sweet boys. I appreciate boy, you. I appreciate you, but it <laughs> sucks. It's no so audience to your reaction. Point, like, yeah, so basically, you know, live music and comedy share kind of the, 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 the main precipice that you need this fucking live energy to feed off of. Obviously in very different ways, but it's such an important piece. And on the Zoom calls, I did like a handful of Zoom shows, and then I stopped doing them because they're trash. So one of the first Zoom shows I did, they didn't pin the speaker in the box. So anytime someone would laugh at something, it would just go on them. And it's just like a guy like half naked on his couch, just like covered in Cheeto dust. We're like, that's a good joke. And you're like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to kill myself. This is the worst. Why am I doing this? There was nothing that could kill them. I, I would say... The ones I think who made a go of it were the ones that approached it more like Twitch streamers. Like, yes. Okay. Like, for instance, like, I loved watching the stuff that Questlove was doing, where he's like, I'm just spinning some records and talking about the history of music and whatever. And it's like one part podcast, one part whatever. Is it really Questlove, like, DJing? Not really. It's more him playing a track than talking about the track and doing whatever. So those, those guys, there was a couple bands and artists who kind of, like, were like, this is not a performance. This is... Me kind of making music, but also like one part podcast. And it's instead of watching a guy play a video game, you're watching a guy make music. I think that was the only one where I was like, oh, this is actually kind of engaging. And yeah. it's, and it's not, I'm Mark not, tu- I'm not tuning into a, like, I'm not tuning into a live stream concert. I'm watching a band jam and kind of talk. And it was that same thing of like why video game streaming kind of works. Yes. That, that, that was I'll the agree. one thing i think that kind of worked. worked well yeah because yeah, like the infrastructure is there people have like an idea of, like people who are doing podcasts like this works you yeah. can talk about things and like you can be engaging yeah but yeah. like for like some band from montreal to just be like i'm gonna play in my jam space and you can watch me it's like i'd rather <laughs> i would rather there be no music for the next two years <laughs> <laughs> than yeah. watch this for like fucking even one minute yeah you need to have something else but like i think i think the band like the or the act i should say that uh, if you know the act Sophie Tucker, like their uh, pop dance duo, whatever else, they did daily one-hour mixes at like lunchtime throughout, I think, like 100-something, maybe even 200-something days. And their stock went up so fast. Like where they are now on festival lineups compared to where they were in like 2019 because, again, it was like one hour, not pushed, and it was just a stupid DJ set. And they talked a little before, and they talked a little bit after. And they're like, yeah, we're locked in here. And it was just like they, they had that, that live like engagement, and it was daily. And it was free, and it wasn't paying a ticket. They were like yeah. – and, and Oh, and fuck, also, asking people to pay for these things? That, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Awful. But, yeah, and, but then, like, and then subsequently, though, now they're – like I, I forget where they even were. Like they played Club Soda in 2019, and now they sold out multiple nights at – Mtelis, you know, and you're like, they did a thing, you know, and it literally, as near as I can tell, it was just like Tucker teaching Sophie how to DJ, 
was like the premise of of it. Like she was like, "Oh, we're locked in a house. We might as well be locked in a house together." Yeah, might as well. Like, let's learn how to DJ. The end. So yeah, there's like I think a couple people made a go of it, but anybody who was trying to be like, it's a special live concert, no, and no. and I, like I said I I I bought a bunch of them. Yeah, of course. And, and just to throw I, my money into to people that I wanted to keep making music and stuff. But I was like, yeah, this is. I was not happy about this it. Is not I bought cool. people's thirty dollar burgers when they were trying to like keep the restaurants afloat. I understand that. I yeah, purchased all these things. Awful. Yeah, yeah. And like none of the stuff traveled well. And, like, oh, yeah. Trying to support <laughs> I felt so bad. Burgers do not travel well ever. But I'll do it. Anyone? I'll do it. I'll help you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's never do that again. <laughs> did you find these questions? I did. I got them. Okay. Uh, I thought I had them. What, Keith? <laughs> No, 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 I got them, I got them, I got them. Distracting yourself with burger talk. I had talk. the old ones, and now I have the new ones. Mm. You have to make up five on the spot. Okay. Do you want to start, or should I? I don't have them. Well, I can <laughs> look. Look at this. There's a number one. What is your hottest take? Like, of the moment. My hottest take yeah. of the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. I do have one, but it's slipping my mind. Let's come back to that one. Okay, okay. pass. <laughs> I, I mean, I I, I was gonna, I thought it would be there's not enough demolition derbies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a hot <laughs> take. That's a reasonable take. Um, so who, to you, is the star of Sesame Street? To me? To you. Um, fuck. Oh, man. A lifetime of doing you know shrooms. crazy. Doing shrooms on fire. When we Day came up, it's I mean, Day. I would, I would say, to me, Oscar is the star of the show. Oh, oh I love it. Pick. That's the first Oscar answer we've yeah. gotten. And he's high, like a, a blue chip. You know what's crazy like, is no matter how many times we've asked this, people are very have given us a very different set yeah. of answers. And this, I don't understand why, but this has been a big stumper for everybody. Yeah, people. This has like, really elicited a lot of Street. yeah, a lot of a different lot of answers. Thoughtful stuff. I love it. Uh, question three: What what piece of media has been formative in your life? Yeah, so it could be book, song, movie, album, magazine, news article. I don't know, like um, something where you were like, I I I I consumed this, and it like changed my way of thinking. Um, it's definitely definitely like without a question, music like DIY like punk bands like completely changed the course of my life. Uh, they changed literally. How I thought about literate, how how you can do anything, uh, what you needed in order to do things, and I realized you don't need anything really. You just need a couple of friends and an actual willingness to do the thing that you want to do, and you can achieve it. Like I traveled the entire world because like I listened to a couple of Against Me songs, and they were like, "Just get in the van," and I was like, "Cool, that's all you got to do." Yeah. And then my whole life changed. So yeah, I was gonna say like that. That's I, especially you because like you've lived it so hard, <laughs> like uh, like to the point of like you've taken that as that that vibe and made like a bar out of it and done like everything. You yeah. made a whole career out of it as opposed to just being like it's like DIY punk shit is not just a side hustle for you anymore. You know, no, like, it just became like it just got into my brain and then has like a grip in there that impossible to really say. Like, I love Paul Gott, but he still works at the CBC. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Paul's amazing, but he still has a day job. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is now my shitty life. Yeah. Which I, you know, I made that choice and I'm happy I did. Yeah. But like, you know, like I'm a fucking, 
I was thrown out of CJEP two times, mm-hmm. like in two semesters, because they were like, "You were not doing anything," and I was like, "Whatever." And then you're you like, know. "I'm in a band, though." Yeah. Then I, <laughs> you know, I heard these these musicians talking about like playing in basements and bookstores, and yeah. all you got to do is make a phone call, like yeah. you know, listening to like Minor Threat records and being like, "Oh, really? This is like this none is of these it? people are like the music's good, and like I, I have like a visceral response to it, but mm-hmm. like it's not like." I'm listening to the Eagles or like whatever. Yeah. And the, the, these virtuosos. It's like, dude, this is just like a bunch of 16 year olds yeah. traveling all over the country eating dog food. Yeah. And, like, and kids want to fucking party. That's it. Like you, go to a, you go to a small town, you're like, I'm a punk show playing a small town. <laughs> People will turn up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, like, again, to throw it back to Paul Gott, like, you look at ripcords, they play everywhere. Yeah. And anywhere, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, that's. They're like, yeah, like if you play a town in a small show and you're not like a pretentious dick, like kids will show up and then guess what? You can put like pin that spot on a map and you can go back there anytime and you'll put kids into this venue every time. Yeah, and it'll be fun and everybody yeah. will have a good time and it'll be an event and like it's great. Yeah, awesome. So I guess, like I said, against me, minor threat, I guess are probably like, op- I like mean, I remember op- eye openers, I guess. Yeah, I like, mean, I remember listening to those first few against me records and being like, what the f- fuck am i listening to mm-hmm. it's just like one guy screaming his head off with an acoustic guitar and i was like you're just going to play shows like this and they're like yeah absolutely <laughs> that's awesome that sounds great question I, number four i was gonna say well are you have you do you have your take or are you still letting it percolate are you i'm still letting it percolate okay. it probably has something to do with music and how i okay. actually don't like it um <laughs> so we had walter J. ling who <laughs> had been putting together uh the ndg comedy fest uh, and it, this works because i feel not everybody would be able to answer this question. Uh, he wanted to know, what's your favorite part of NDG? My favorite part of NDG is... Fuck. It is... Well, so much of it is gone. My favorite parts was like the Dunkin' Donuts on the walk home from Honey Martin's. Oh, like Rocky shit. Montana's, which is Why like... Why would you go to Dunkin's and not Tad's? Because you could... Well, also, you could go to Dad's. Like, like I lived up on like, um, like more west... So yeah. I was going that way. I wasn't okay. going east. Okay. So like. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'd, you'd be um, you'd be passing Duncan's before. That's you, it. You'd, you'd be but like you would go, but like if you meet somebody and they live like you know once you're in NDG like you're not going anywhere else like it's 3 a.m. You're yeah. that's it. Yeah. So you meet your somebody night is for, wrapped. Yeah. That's it. So then you meet somebody. You go to dad's. You like. All the stuff that I really liked about NDG is gone. Like yeah. the Rocky Montanas, even the Akavan, like that's done for. Yeah, well, no, it moved, right? It's, yeah. But it's now it's different. <laughs> yeah, everything is different. Everything is different. And now. different is bad. I hate it. Yeah, no, dance is a huge one. Like, yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. Like, like when Nick Raz wrote his, his dad's bagel song, I got like genuinely <laughs> emotional. I was like, <gasps> well, because I mean, like I said, I, I used to live. Uh, I had an apartment directly above Cosmos for a couple of years. Yeah, Cosmos, Mazbar, all this stuff. Yeah, 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 that's it. And it was just like, like, lit- like we're literally my out my window was like you could like tap the the Cosmos sign or whatever, like which was just stupid. You could just like yell down your order and I would be dead. <laughs> I would be a thousand. <laughs> I would be dead. I mean, I would just be yeah. I would just wander down there with a handful of cash and be like the usual. And they're no. like, hey, it's the third time today, Lawrence. You have to go home eventually. I'm like, no. <laughs> And you like, is my money no good here? I'm just shaking. And like my the fist. worst, I think that, and like the not to say the, obviously the worst was just eating at Cosmos as often as I did, but it was just like that the, the smell. Like my apartment just smelled of Cosmos, and they're like they're firing up those grills at like 6 a.m. and like you wake up and you're like, 
Cosmos. Yeah, what do I want? Like, to no. make myself breakfast? No. no. <laughs> That's not a thing you're, that you're I want. You're putting an ego in the microwave. You're like, fuck. Yeah, I get this out. A bullet oh, isn't going to yeah. cut it when no. my entire apartment smells like mishmash. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's so... I, I, I guess so. I think Dad's is a... Dad, like Dad's Duncan's, like all, Dad the, all those Dunk's, all these like late night places that existed bar. there and that don't really exist like anymore at all. Like you can't yeah. get like yeah. outside of like the Bonkies and like all these other places. Like getting like late night food is like pretty uh, hard. But that was like a weird thing during the pandemic where they really had this switch because usually after a show, whatever you fucking grab something greasy you've been drinking, whatever life is good. I tried to go to Dunn's like four or five times. Forget it's, it. Their their whole brand is we're open twenty five hours a night. Uh, go there like we're closed. I'm like you're fucking what? Yeah, yeah. who fucking are you? Right and now it's only like places. Angela's that stays open. Yeah. Like that's downtown. But I can also imagine too, like if you just like you're talking about like just like service industry workers and stuff like that. Who wants an overnight shift now? Like who's gonna sign up for that? Like, like absolutely so, not. Like every, everybody has anybody who had that shift is now working the overnight shift at a call center. You know what I mean? Like from yeah. home. <laughs> Probably. Or they're dead because most of these people were just sort of like old Greek men. Who also, like, yeah. Also possible. Yeah. Don't want to hang out with their wives, so they take the night shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what time up. do you get home? <laughs> head out. This is when I started. I started six, babe. I'm so sorry. I love. Oh uh, man. The other one, and I mean, and it, it closed down pre-pandemic, but uh, Picasso's was also like. Yeah. All yeah. Time. Yeah. Of course. Like when they had the what was it like the twenty dollars <laughs> where it was like a pound of smoked meat, like a pound of. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. potato salad or something, and then like a tub of mustard and some rye bread, and you're just like, yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> like and like Amazon's and fucking like all that stuff. It was just sort yeah. of like NDG was like a great place to like. I think the problem out. is that, that here's what the problem is: is I feel <laughs> that like there was a period, and I think it was like the 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 heyday from my childhood or teenagehood, whatever, early twenties, was where like I don't think Sir Gakis realized what he had. So there was th- all these places were like living under Sergakis, and then he suddenly started squeezing all of them, and, and they, they all went all, out. And then they were all like, "I can't handle this." So because they were always owned by him, and then when he started just to be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna just gonna t- like like tighten like tighten the screws on everybody," and they're like, "Well, this is not sustainable." And then yeah. then he ruined NDG. Curse you, Sergakis. Um You're gonna get this podcast fucked, bro. He just can't be threatening people. Fucking Skeletor's gonna come after him. Yeah, bro, you don't, you don't want like this. Mr. Shikadance. <laughs> uh, also, Troy Stark wanted to know: Have you watched Ted Lasso? No, I, I, I will not do that. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. Not only have I not, I will not in the future. Have not, and I will not. I, I don't know. I watched it during. I watched the first two seasons in the pandemic, and I was like, "This is fine." I felt that like we put it off until the pandemic, and then when everything was a bummer, there people were like, who like it are militant about it. Yeah, they're like, "What do you mean? It's, it's a warm hug in a show." And yeah, no, like, I don't want that. Yeah, no, get it out of here. No, give like, me yeah. something. Give me HBO. I want white people misbehaving. That's what I want. The richer, the better. Give me. A but succession. even with that, like people are like, "You should watch the Succession." I was like, "I don't want to," unless like the show is about you hunting these people for sport. Like, Jesus, I don't want That's a different show. That's a very different show. It's called and Naked and Afraid. They and just throw all these like HBO. super rich guys who can't really do anything outside of like being rich, and then you just hunt them on an island. If that was Succession, I'd watch them. I like honestly, I like Succession a lot, and a big part of why I like it is that it portrays these people as just so like fundamentally broken. Like you're like these are people who like are not people anymore and they they cannot even have any kind of a relationship with their own siblings because 
this money and lifestyle has just like broken them so utterly. So there is like, it's not necessarily hunting them, but you're not like rooting for them either. You're like, watch these people incapable of handling emotions or is that how most so people are ingesting it because i feel like that and like you know when people like watch sopranos they're like tony's so cool it's like tony's fucked <laughs> well yeah. I, like I feel that anybody who watches succession and thinks any one of them like they're all funny and like entertaining but like they're none of them are aspirational like like uh, you're no one is like oh that guy's so cool you're like even though like the quote-unquote cool one is like uh kieran culkin mm-hmm. who's like by far the like the funniest but you're like, oh, he like has a, the, an uncomfortable relationship with sex and women and his siblings and whatever. And you're like, oh, he's a broken, he's very broken. And he's the like, quote unquote, coolest. Yeah. So I do enjoy watching Succession because you're just like, oh, these people are terrible. Like, like, and it's not like, I can see why you wouldn't want to watch it, but it isn't like, it isn't making them cool like The Sopranos where you're like, Tony's the real hero. <laughs> you're like, no, there is no real hero. Yeah. They're all monsters and even if they're not monsters they're just broken people inside and out they're just you know, i was like oh I, I feel better about my my life <laughs> watching a portrayal of billionaires be like yeah. shells of and humans. if you don't feel well after that you could always watch ted lasso it's like a warm <laughs> like, hug oh, in his show i also like euphoria because they're all on drugs no i don't i don't <laughs> but i also don't like i don't like i feel like the majority of shows now that have become popular have been like just watching people crumble and us like enjoying it. Like that's most of reality TV and like an HBO lineup is succinctly just be like young people on drugs, watch them fall apart. Or like white Lotus is like, watch these privileged people fall apart or like succession, watch these billionaires fall apart. And I was like, this is kind of, do we have any other stories that we could tell? Maybe well, Ted Lasso, it's a warm, it's a warm <laughs> hug <laughs> in a show. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, no, in the middle of pandemic, I could kind of get behind it because I did want, like, like I had a, I don't know if you guys had this, but like I had a really hard time watching like what I would consider to be like, like capital F like film during the pandemic. Like, cause I was like, usually I like watching like artsy films and like, like the Marvel movies. Yeah, like, exactly. No, but that was like pandemic. I was like, give me Marvel movies. Like I just want yeah. the dumbest, stupidest. How dare like, you? <laughs> clapping. Yeah. What are you like talking? Tiger of? show. Like that was perfect. Tiger King. Tiger King. How dare exactly. you? <laughs> that tiger show. Yeah. Tiger show. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, like the Michael Do- Jordan documentary was really fun. Last good. dance. Yeah, that was excellent. But like, what was it? Like, I still haven't watched it. I meant to be like, someone was like, oh, you got to watch Lighthouse. With like Will no. Defoe and all that stuff, I've and I was like, I do really want to watch it, but no. I was like, in the pandemic, no, I don't want to watch film, it. I, look, this. I don't want any art in my film. No more. I don't want any art You're in done my with film. It. No, I'm done with it. I don't want you to be like, this is a mind expanding experience. I don't want that. I want dumb, flashy nonsense. I want The Expendables. I want Fast and Furious. I want fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. I want my popcorn bullshit. Yeah, but I'm saying, but like, I, 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 I enjoy that as well. Okay. I'm just saying that during the pandemic. I could only consume that. Yeah, because it's like, superior. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to be challenged Not at all. by anything. <laughs> the world is falling apart. Uh, so we got to ask you what question you want to ask our next guest, and we also need your hottest take. My hottest take is actually not even that hot a take, but I okay. just think it's something that I, I would like to see, and that needs to be <clears throat> more dancing at rock shows, and not even like in nice. the audience. Like, there needs to be dancers performing with the bands. I think that would probably be the best thing to happen in rock and roll and, like, metal and punk since forever. I love that. So, I – and I feel – so, I mean, 
two two things sprung to mind that I always enjoyed both of them as a kid. And I know that uh, Dickie Barrett from the Mighty Mighty Bostones became Weird Andy Vaxxer, and now the Mighty Mighty Bostones <laughs> are no more. <laughs> so it's a bummer <laughs> to reference this. But they had, like, a jam master guy. They just had a dude on stage dancing, which, I mean, like, obviously everybody's dancing. It's a ska show, but just to have a really tall, lanky dude just dancing oh, to yeah. every track. I was like, how are you not going to dance when they have a dude just dancing? And then the other one was the Prodigy because they had just – two dudes who just danced <laughs> like just kind of like and it wasn't like even like they were kind of like b-boy kind of dancing or whatever but it it's was perfect yeah exactly which was you would not necessarily think of like prodigy having dancers but they had like two dudes who were like dancers like, like we do a disco night on the last saturday of every month mm-hmm. and it's like all live instrumentation like and mcs and this whole thing uh but like they do disco and they have two friends who come and they dance and they do bits between sets where they get the entire crowd into it and just are having a really, really good time. And it's so fucking fun. And I feel like if we did, like we did a hardcore show, like a matinee on Sunday, and it's kind of like the super violent kind where you're just punching the shit out of each other and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. And I feel like it'd be a lot more fun if they were just like had a couple of guys on stage dancing and then you could dance the way they were dancing. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that would be perfect. In between knocking out people. Yeah, just like there's a dude who broke his hand. It was awful. But what do you do? You more dancing and on rock stage. Shows. More dancers. It's a sizzling take. I love featured it. Featured dancers. Uh, Sergio, what question do you want to ask our next guest? What would I? Who's your next guest? We don't know. We have no oh, idea. Fuck. I mean, they didn't know you. They asked a question <laughs> about NDG. Like, I was like, just <laughs> hoping just that a person had a frame of reference. I was like, wait, Sergio was actually like <laughs> from there. Spent a bunch of years there. Uh, what would I like to ask the next guest? So while, while Sergio ponders this. Yeah. How do you define oh. success? Oh, hey. Define success? One day I want to afford. A demolition derby. (laughs) (laughs) Did it. I want to put together $700 and get myself a demolition derby. Uh, I I don't know if this is necessarily the definition of success, so we'll answer it and then we'll ask it to our next guest. But something that happened in in this vein, I often get like really happy um, just like going around my house and realizing that almost at like any age me – would be like you have a bunch of cool shit, <laughs> like, yeah. like even if it's, it's not necessarily feeling. like expensive shit, like the fact that I still have action figures yeah. on display, the fact that I still like prominently have like a video game console out, like when your mom's like, well, you need to play video games your whole life, yeah, 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 yeah. I am, mom, <laughs> <laughs> like exactly, like all all that shit. The fact that I like still skateboard, I feel like I was like a bunch of me's could come to my house and be like. Oh, cool! <laughs> we didn't sell out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This this rules. I think that that's a a pretty solid measure of success. I feel that if if no if no past self would be like disappointed in where you're at, I think you're successful. For sure, that's, that's pretty deep. That's way more deep than my demolition derby answer. But yeah. Okay, sorry. Do you have another one? No, I'm not. Wanna, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not following that shit. Are you kidding me? I want to look into the eyes of my son and see myself. Or I don't know. You could go. I already see myself. He has my face. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's my you're little like, hey, little chubby face. He looks like he spent nine months like, inside my s- wife. He looks exactly like me. Then you're like, stop stealing my smokes. Seems yeah. Oh my god. I'm sure that's around the corner. Yeah. This has been a good one. This has been great. 
Uh, head out to the Ormstown Fair if you haven't already. Go to the Ormstown Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support Turbo House. You got buy the going shirts. On this weekend. Buy the drinks. And you go to the Ormstown Fair and then obviously buy the t-shirts and buy the drinks and come out to Turbo House because there are not a bunch of cool bars in the city. I, I don't like going to a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit weird. <laughs> this city's a, uh, you know, it's like this whole street now. Like are talking about Saint Denis, where it, Turbo House Saint Denis is. Saint Denis like, is starting to completely fall apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just opened uh, a cafe restaurant mm-hmm. just one door down mm-hmm. called uh, Big Trouble. Mm-hmm. You should come eat there. Yeah, You have chopped cheese. You know what chopped cheese is? Everybody knows chopped oh, cheese. Oh, I've seen it on. Uh, <laughs> can I have a chopped cheese right now after this interview? Yeah, I wish. It's close right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, Sergio. <laughs> Damn it. But they're delicious. Okay. Awesome. Sergio, thanks so much for doing this. This is great. Guys, thanks for having me. Awesome. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street uh we really have to rely on word of mouth which uh basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show please uh share it link it uh tell your friends about it say hey there's this show called go plug yourself they talk to montrealers or people that have stuff going on in montreal or uh just people that have stuff to uh promote that we kind of care about we can we can go outside of montreal if we want to um yeah so just tell tell people about the show it's a it's a fun show we we like doing it a lot we've done it for over 200 episodes and uh, it's in large part thanks to support from uh people like you um if you want to support the show at all you can go to uh, patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way it really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part we're really not trying to make a profit on this um and also if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show you can uh, contact us either on facebook or on twitter there's a bunch of ways to find us uh and uh, and let us know and if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out maybe you can be the next person who uh comes on the show and uh plugs something a uh, big thank you as always to leland beckman and oral turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh all of the hosts that we have on the show uh walter j ling who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh christopher vendito lawrence corber and uh, ines anaya uh, all are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh and all of that uh thank you for listening thank you for choosing go plug yourself uh as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day. Thank you. 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.